Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer on this Monday morning, October 4th. So glad to have you along. I really am. I am so glad to have you along. Those of you who come every day, God bless you. And those of you who watch later in the day, God bless you. And those of you it's your first time, God bless you. I'm so glad to have the chance to be sharing God's Word with you and helping inspire and encourage you to be a better Christian as we follow Christ. We've been talking in the last week about Psalm 37.4, delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. And I'm very excited at this idea of encouraging you to pursue dreams that God has put in your heart. If you delight yourself in God, if you're seeking the Lord, if, you're put, if you have sought first his kingdom and his righteousness, you're putting him first. You can have confidence that things that God is putting in your heart to serve others, to bless others, to bring glory to God, these ideas are from God, and these are things that God would want you to pursue. And I believe there are people that come here and listen that God wants you to rise up and do some extraordinary things, and I want to be giving you permission. That's what I needed in my life years ago, because some of what I do is outside the box. Some of what I do is different than what others have done. And I needed permission from some of my, some people I trusted in to know that I was on the right track. And I want to give you that permission as well. But our world is filled with dream crushers. Our world is filled with people who want to take away the things God has put in your heart and prevent you and keep you to living a sub life of what God wants, a mediocre life when God wants you to be extraordinary and to rise above and to be an overcomer and to hold you down. Where, where others would want to hold you down, those dream crushers would want to hold you down and not rise up to what God wants you to be. And I'd like to talk this week about those dream crushers. There are several that come to my mind. I have about five, then we'll have one each day. But today I want to address one and that is the most important one, perhaps, and that is you. Are you crushing your own dreams? You know, there's a guy in, in Scripture who did this. His name was Moses. Moses had a dream. I really believe he had a dream that God was going to use him to deliver the Hebrews from the, their captivity and slavery in Egypt. Of course, he was born to a Hebrew mother. And miraculously, he was saved at a time when all the Hebrew boys were to be put to death. And instead, he was saved and was actually raised as Pharaoh's daughter's child. And so he was raised in the palace, and he saw what went on, and he knew of the power of Egypt. And God miraculously saved him, but still allowed his own mother to be involved in raising him. And I'm sure she instilled in him who he really was. He was not that Egyptian he was really that Hebrew child, a miracle child. And I believe he had that God was putting things in his heart, and God used his mother to put those hopes, dreams, that faith in his heart. Later, he was walking some days, 40 years old, and he saw a, an Egyptian abusing a Hebrew slave, and he couldn't stand it, and his anger boiled over, and he, he attacked the Egyptian killed him. And he set free one Hebrew, but the word spread and he became fearful and he fled, fled to the backside of the desert where for 40 years, all he did 
was ten sheep. And then God appeared to him in a burning bush and basically said to him, I'm going to send you to deliver the Hebrews, deliver Israel, deliver my people. Their cry is raised up, and I've heard it, and I'm going to use you to deliver my people. And in, Hebrew, in, in Exodus chapter 3 and verse 10, Therefore, come now, and I will send you to Pharaoh, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh, and that I should bring the sons of Israel out of Egypt? Now, over the next two chapters, chapters 3 and 4, Moses gives one excuse after another. I'm not eloquent. I can't do it. Send someone else. How can I? And through the years, I've often thought Moses was being humble. And perhaps he was. Perhaps there was a spirit of humility. And no doubt about it, 40 years in the backside of the desert had been a very humbling experience. But it's very possible also that he was just discouraged. It's very possible he was talking himself out of the calling of God. We often do that. We, we still have the flesh. We still have our own mind. And we often, God calls us to something. And rather than say, like in Isaiah, here am I, send me. Yes, I'm ready. I'll go, go, go. We think of our own excuses and we become our own dream crusher. This was his chance this is what he'd always hoped for. This is what he'd grown up as perhaps instilled in him the purpose of his life. And yet for 40 years, he'd been on the backside of the desert. And I imagine during that time, it'd be easy to let that vision go, let that dream go, let those desires die. And God was we are reawakening that dream, that goal, that vision, that purpose within him. I imagine Moses had all kinds of thoughts. I had my chance, and I failed. I tried, and I failed. I was out there. I was, I was in the king's palace. I had all this, all this power, all this influence, all this authority, and I gave it up. I ran. I fled. I missed my chance. My ship has sailed. God's going to have to use someone else. Perhaps he thought he was too old now. He's 80 years old. Sometimes, you know, our excuses, we think we're too young. I know with, with myself, I, I got involved in Christian ministry as a young man, and for years, I, the temptation was to think, I'm too young to really speak with authority and conviction and power. Who am I? I'm just a young guy. I don't have the experience. As time went on, I started, to, the excuse became, I'm too old. The young people don't relate to me anymore. They don't listen to me. They don't connect with me. All excuses, all dream crushers, none of it was true. They listened when I was young. They listened when I'm old. It's just self-doubt arising. My friends, I want to encourage you today. Don't, uh, don't be your own dream crusher. Don't talk yourself out of what God is putting in your heart. Don't, in the name even of false humility, think that you're so unworthy and you're so unable that if God's putting a good desire in your heart to think it's not to be, I'd like to encourage you on the other hand to think that any good, really good desire that comes into your life, into your mind, to bless others, to serve others, to glorify God, to assume it comes from God. Instead of thinking you dreamed it up, assume God gave it to you, that God planted a seed in you. And what you should do and what we should do is fertilize it, cultivate it, 
The dream does come through much effort, it says in Ecclesiastes. It's true. The dream isn't just automatic. It comes through much effort. But also, God can touch us, and God can do things, and God's touch and God's blessing. And as, as we fertilize and water and cultivate that seed God puts in our heart, God God can do things. We're trusting not that, okay, God put in my, now it's all up to me. No, no. God and us, we are co-workers. We fulfill. He will give us the desires of our heart. Psalm 37, 4, delight yourself in the Lord and he will fulfill. He will give. He will do this. Second Thessalonians 1, 11 and 12, might God fulfill every desire for goodness. So what do you do when these excuses come up? We, you know, and they are just excuses, but they come up in our mind. And, and number one, I encourage you to recognize them as excuses. I encourage you to realize I'm talking myself out of this. Sensitize yourself. Are these just excuses? It, it, be, be more aware in your own mind, the conversations that go on in your own mind to talk you out of it. Be aware of it. Tell yourself. No more excuses. I believe in God. I have faith in God. I won't give in to the excuses. If God puts something in my heart, I'll be ruthless in weeding out those excuses, identifying them and resisting them, and I'll be a person who stands firm and strong in what God wants me to do. And then can I give you some promises to claim and to allow these to, to, to reorient your thinking when you think of excuses, I, several come to my mind. Philippians 4, verse 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. 2 Corinthians 9, 8, and God is made, able to make all grace abound to you, that always having all sufficiency in everything, you may have an abundance for every good work. Luke 1, 37, nothing shall be impossible with God. And along with that, Matthew 19, verse 26, with people or with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And then Jeremiah 32, 17, Ah, Lord God, behold, thou hast made the heavens and the earth. Is anything too difficult for thee? And then we have 2 Corinthians, or 1 Corinthians, excuse me, which chapter 3, that God has made us adequate as servants. I'll put all these verses in the description below. These are good verses to memorize. These are good verses to have on your in your defense, in your corner, to be able to fight off those excuses, to fight off when it comes to saying, I'm not worthy. I can't do it. And all these statements of unbelief, we're the people of God. We're the people of God. With God, all things are possible. And he lives in you. So might we know the, the greatness of his power and strength in us. And might we do extraordinary things. Now, that extraordinary thing might seem simple to other people. Might, it might mean you're a great parent. It might mean you're a great small group leader. It might mean you're, you're leading your church. It might be what you, you do at work. It might, who knows what it is. But does God have something in store for you to do? that would make an impact, maybe not on the entire world, but on your world, an impact on your sphere of influence? I believe so. And if he's putting those dreams in your heart, don't crush them. Don't crush them. Let that seed cultivate it.
water it, fertilize it. When it begins to sprout, and all you've got is a little sprout, a little seedling, continue to cultivate it. Don't be discouraged. Don't, 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 don't be discouraged if it takes longer than you thought. Don't give up. Be ruthless with those excuses. Father in heaven, today we thank you that you put dreams and desires and vision and goals in our heart. Father, we want you to know we really, really, really do want to glorify you during our time here on earth. This is our desire. We really, really want to have an impact on other people for good, for good, Lord. We want to have other people know the love of God, to know salvation, to know Jesus. We want our lives and the lives of others to to walk in, in alignment with you and to walk in your ways and to know your ways. Father, we, we want to do things that will have an impact upon others for the kingdom of God. This really is our deep desire. We present ourselves to you, Father. We say, take us, here am I, send me, use me. Father, help us to be more sensitive to the excuses that we allow into our own mind. I'm too old, too young. I tried this before, it didn't work. I just don't have what it takes, don't have enough money, don't have enough this, don't have enough that, don't have the connections. Father, we believe that with God, all things are possible. And you took Moses, he thought he could do it in his own strength back when he was in the palace and he had all this influence and ability. Maybe one day was in line to become the Pharaoh himself. He thought he could do it himself. And yet, Lord, you used him back when he could see no way it could happen. When he, when 80 years, 40 years later, backside the desert, he, the dream was there, but he, he saw no way it could happen. And that's where you used him and blessed mightily and did such a great miracle. We talk about it these thousands of years later. Thank you, Father. You're still this, the same God. You raise people up. You touch their lives. You give them influence beyond what they deserve. You give them abilities beyond what they they is natural. You open doors that no man can shut. You shut doors that no man can open. We bless you for what a God you are. We give you praise. And we pray that in our life that we'd be people of great faith. We'd be people that, that trust you. We'd be people that pursue those dreams you put in our heart. And they would be watered. The sprouts will, will grow big and strong. And Lord, you would use us to have an outsized impact upon our world for Jesus Christ. That's our deep prayer. We pray for, for each one of us. I pray it for me, Lord. And I ask this in Jesus' name and for your glory. Might this day be working towards that goal. Might this day be working towards the glory of God as we serve you, love you, and love others. And we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. Amen. Hey, God bless you. God bless you. I hope you're encouraged by this. I sure am. And I'm, I'm, I'm kind of at that stage in my life, to be honest, where I'm. some new dreams are coming alive for me. So keep me in your prayers, and I'll pray for you as well. If you've got something that you want to share with me, you can drop me an email, tom at tomthepreacher.com. If you've got something that you're wanting to see awaken, or pray, I'll pray for you. And so... Um, you can do that, okay? All right, folks, if you're new, make sure you do subscribe, hit the like button, 
Leave a comment. Let me know who you are, where you're from. I always like to know, especially if I've not seen you in quite a while. Someone yesterday left a comment from um, from someone I met years ago, and it was a blessing to to be reminded of that that day on that campus. And if you're here regularly, make sure share this with your friends. Um, this series, I believe, this series is important. Last week's five the messages last week and the next we're going to go through this week. I believe they're important to a lot of people to reawaken. If you know a Christian who's stuck, who's, his life's become stagnant, he's just kind of not moving forward, um, the grind is getting to him, make sure and share these messages with him. I think they can be a source of encouragement. Okay? God bless you. I love you guys. I'll look forward to seeing you uh, tomorrow, 830. We're here every day, and we'll see you then. Bye-bye. Thank you.